Welcome to The Rentals, The Bottom Line, a podcast featuring conversations and interviews with people from around the rental industry, with a look at the challenges, questions, goals, and tips that business owners want to know about and have answered. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Rentals, The Bottom Line. I'm editor Alexis Brum. I recently sat down with two amazing women involved in the rental industry, Kara Longmire and Mary Crossland of Alert Rental in Colorado. Mary, Kara, and I spoke about their experiences being women in the industry, as well as the future of rental. Let's get to the bottom of that now. Welcome, Kara and Mary, to Rentals, The Bottom Line. It is so nice to have you both today. Thank you so much for having us. We are just absolutely delighted to be here and talking to another woman in rental. Thanks, Alexa. Yes, of course. Thank you. So why don't we get started and just tell me a little bit about yourselves. What is your background? How did you end up where you are today? Oh, okay. I'll go first. I'm Kara Longmire and I'm the co-president and CEO here at Alert Rental. Um, so I handle all of the finance and accounting, administration and sales um, here at Alert. And I joined Alert back in 2008 and um, along with Mary, we've, we've owned the company since 2016. And then prior to joining Alert, I had a variety of roles in accounting and finance, and I'm a certified management accountant. And I am um, the COO and co-president of Alert. I manage operations at Alert, which includes programming, installation, and support. And I've been with Alert for 23 years. And as Kara mentioned, we've owned it for the past four years. So let me ask here, being a woman-owned business is something that is somewhat rare in the equipment and rental industries. What is it like being a woman in this industry? Have you encountered any challenges in that regard? Or have you had any really positive, amazing stories come from it? Um, Well, I think it's... I think it's fair to say that one of the things that Karen and I considered actually when we purchased Alert was how the acquisition would be received in the equipment and construction side of our clientele. And um, we immediately and overwhelmingly had uh, incredible support from our clients when we announced the purchase and have been um, told by several of our clients actually that uh, they consider us role models for their daughters coming up in their businesses. So that's a huge compliment. And um, we don't take that lightly. It's, it's been pretty amazing. Our, our, um, our feedback has been great. Love that. Yeah, we've really had nothing but support. And I mean, it's 2020. What, what do we expect? You know, of course, there's going to be women in technology and women in rental. And like, do we really want to work with somebody who has a problem with that? Absolutely not. But luckily, we have not come across that. And, you know, it's interesting since Mary and I bought the business, um, we've noticed a big uptick in publicizing women in rental. You know, um, the ARA has their women in rental group. Um, United Rentals has an entire program built to uplift their women and their rental business. And I feel like Mary and I are just really uniquely positioned to see all of this unfold in the industry, as are you. But, you know, change starts small from the ground up. So um, we've just had to, you know, go the extra step and be really cognizant about ensuring that the women in our company are, you know, paid fairly and have opportunities for advancement. 
and a, you know, what's that old saying, be the change that you want to see in the world. So Mary and I take that really seriously. Yes, that is so great. I love hearing that. Do you have any advice for other women who want to get involved in the rental business or software or technology? Oh, absolutely. I mean, shoot your shot. Um, in today's day and age, um, I just think that employers are really looking to have diversity in their workforce. Like, for instance, um, last week we had our annual user group conference and we had a whole session devoted to diversity in hiring. And it was really well received and really well attended. And it was so great. It was a virtual conference. Um, you know, when we were looking in the chat, some some of the people were remarking in the chat that they didn't really understand that they were biased and it was a really big eye opener and that they were really going to try to make a change um, and to go forward and, and really understand you know, how to hire women better and how to change their advertising and their job postings and really to give women a chance, especially like with driving and big machinery. And there's just no reason that a woman can't be part of rental or part of technology. Um, you know, and, and if I can just get on my soapbox for a minute, like right now, mothers in particular are leaving the workforce to step back and they're taking over the duties during the pandemic of all the household stuff and homeschooling their kids during the pandemic and then when these women are ready to come back like we have an obligation to make sure that there's a place for them but luckily i feel like that the rental industry is really engaged and collaborative in all these types of issues and i absolutely think that there is room for women to advance, you know, to the C-suite and to ownership. You know, I think that there's room for women anywhere in rental. And and I would I would just echo what Kara said. Um, I think that industry in general, technology in particular, rental also needs to think outside the box a little bit about how they keep women in their workforce, how they make their hours flexible, how they do job sharing, how they allow people to switch to part-time to enable that staff to stay in place. Rental stores have the same challenges that technology companies have in keeping good people that they've spent so much um, investment in training and getting to know their business and how they operate and what their, what their inventory is. And to replace that person is huge. So working with women to, to keep them in the workforce is one thing. Um, and this industry in general is just a unique and wonderful market to be a part of. It's a place where businesses compete, but they support each other. They share information, they collaborate. It's, it's truly unlike any industry that I've ever been involved in. Yeah, I've definitely yeah. noticed that being a part of some Facebook groups and just seeing how everyone works together. It's, it's been really great. I love being in the rental industry. Um, so switching gears here, I know implementing a new technology can be pretty daunting as it can be unfamiliar and strange, but why is rental management software something that business owners should consider investing in? Well, um, I'll just jump in there from the operation side and just say that these are unprecedented times and anything that would enable you as a business owner to reduce touch costs, do more with less, 
respond to your clients more quickly, provide distance services, or even allow your clients to self-serve where and when they want to is actually no longer a luxury, it's a necessity. So this means that technology that would have made our clients uncomfortable in the past, Zoom meetings, CAD drawings to show what possibilities are out there, real-time reservation booking on their websites, that's a huge one. Customer portals that allow clients to print or pay invoices, um, take equipment off rent, et cetera, are all things that they need to do to satisfy client demands. So it's, it, it is an investment, as you said, and, and it is something that they need. And really, anything that rental companies can do to improve their efficiency is just going to pay for itself. Um, you know, and some businesses are experiencing a slower than usual year right now because of the pandemic. But if you think about it, it's a great time to take a step back and embrace change and make time to implement a new technology. And, you know, we, we understand that cash flow can be an issue and we have all sorts of creative workarounds for that as, as I'm sure that other technology companies do too. So moving on, you guys have introduced some new products and tools within the last year. Can you tell me a little bit about them? Yeah, so um, I will handle that from the operations development side of Alert. Um, we've introduced a lot of new features. Um, we do more than 100 enhancements to every revision of software every year. So to pick out a few of them is difficult. But um, keeping in mind, Alexis, that um, these these developments actually occur over a long period of time. So a lot of these enhancements are in the pipeline for a year or more before they actually hit a revision of software. So things like sales kits um, has been huge this year. And again, these are things that we started developing before COVID was an issue and um, have just found that the enhancements to the technology itself have been very appealing to people. So it's just sales kits give you a way to bundle items, consumable items or component items in the heavy equipment industry, that's a big deal, um, into a customized piece of equipment that you can sell. Um, so you can put the parts and pieces together and make the unit exactly how the customer ordered it and sell it all out of your inventory. Um, have, that has been just very popular because it used to take a lot more time to handle that transaction manually and, and build that piece and, and manage the inventory part of it. Um, we've, we've rolled out CAD integration this year, which has um, had appeal um, on the equipment side, which we thought was um, unique and unusual. So job costing was something else we rolled out this year, and it has been huge in the construction and heavy equipment environment to determine the return on investment for the, the jobs themselves and whether those jobs are profitable. And it's one of those examples where Kara was talking about knowing um, the immediate return and seeing it pay for itself. There's people in the back rooms that are crunching these numbers that are determining whether 
a job is profitable or not, even before it starts. So maybe as you're bidding the job, you're running those numbers to determine whether you can do it for that price. And that's going to not only help you be more profitable, but it helps reduce the amount of time that people like Kara are spending crunching those numbers in the background figuring out that information after the fact as well. So you see that return on investment right away when you invest in that piece of technology because your rental software actually knows the majority of that information already. So it's just a matter of answering a few simple questions and it will spit out your profitability on that job. So things like that are all things that have been in the pipeline for a while, but we're seeing people gravitate more and more to automating the information that they can get from their rental software. So we're gonna go a little more off topic here, um, but the rental business has really been through the ringer with COVID-19. How has it affected you and your customers? What are you seeing? and has it changed your business tactics at all? Um, it's it's really been upsetting and heartbreaking to watch. And you know, we're really uniquely positioned to watch it because we interact with hundreds of rental companies in every day and every way. So we've been having these conversations with our clients for the past several months. And um, it, it's just really heartbreaking is the, the only way to put it. Um, you know, especially the event companies when all of this first started and they had to let their entire staff go because there were no events. Um, they weren't in a good place to take out PPP loans because, um, you know, then they would have to pay their people to do literally nothing. And then their people would be losing out on the extra bonus federal money for unemployment. So, you know, a, a lot of the um, you know, a lot of the CARES Act didn't really apply to the event industry. And um, it, it was just really sad to watch. And we've watched some of our general tool and heavy equipment um, businesses struggle as well. But on the other side, we've seen some businesses really thrive. Um, a lot of our construction and tool people are having their best years ever. Um, in fact, we've even had some event rental companies that are having their best year ever because they were really able to um, take a step back and pivot to doing other things, you know, working with um, hospitals um, and restaurants and doing longer term rentals. Um, so you just have to be really nimble in your business and be able to see an opportunity and then take advantage of it. So we have, it has been heartening to see some of that go on. Um, as for what we've been doing here at Alert, um, you know, we have a, a different business, of course, than a rental business. Um, but what we've, you know, we exhibit at a lot of trade shows and we do a lot of traveling between our sales team and our training team. So we've been able to take the money in our budget that we normally spend on these types of things and we've been completely able to reallocate it to do other things um supporting the rental industry like we we don't want to go away from rental and you know and take our money and invest it elsewhere so we've been doing like a lot more advertising and rental publications we sponsored the ara's rental tech 
Um, that was a few weeks ago. So we've been really trying to reallocate our dollars and spend and support the rental industry. Um, and of course, we ultimately hope that that kind of exposure pays off for us in the long run. But, um, you know, just like rental businesses, we've been able to say, okay, well, we're not doing X, so we can turn around and do Y. And, you know, that, that should pay off for us later. It's all about being adaptable. Definitely. Like is the word of 2020. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> so COVID aside, what is next for the rental industry? What should rental business owners kind of be on the lookout for? Um, well, if only we had a crystal ball. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> um, but I think like from the technology standpoint, I, I really feel like that more and more rental companies are are really gonna be embracing technology that they've been hesitant to adapt before because they must. Um, you know, we, we must help our clients get their websites up and running so that their customers can interact with them in a more meaningful way um, and not face-to-face. -face. Um, so, you know, I was telling Mary this morning that I had one of our clients call me a couple days ago and ask if we were ever gonna you know, be able to interface alert with their website. And I'm like, dude, we've been doing that for 10 years. Check your email. <laughs> so, you know, people are starting to think about it now. Um, and I think the business is going to change a little bit, you know, again, going more into technology. Like um, I mentioned that we had our annual user conference. We've been having user conferences every year for 35 years. We didn't want to just cancel ours this year, so we did the whole thing virtually. We had record attendance. Um, so, you know, we're going to be adapting these technologies going forward to manage some sort of hybrid event where all of our clients can come, even if they're not able to step away from their businesses and get on a plane and go out of town for a few days. So um, definitely, it, it's just really all technology driven. And, you know, pivoting a little bit towards the finances, um, I, I feel like that businesses are really going to adopt, a, you know, kind of a personal finance mantra and have their six month emergency fund or, you know, their rainy day fund because we've seen um, the worst that can happen. And, and I think that businesses in general, especially small businesses, um, we really need to have some cash reserves and think you know, think really hard about our big purchases and then what we can do. And we have an obligation to our employees to, you know, to make sure that everybody is protected and healthy and, um, you know, contributing to the community. So I, I feel like that they're, um, that small businesses and rental businesses are going to be really looking at their cash flow, but investing in technology as well. Um, but if the, you know, if there's one thing that I know about working in rental all these years, it's that the rental industry is full of brilliant and resilient people. And I have no doubt that everybody's going to come through on the other side. Absolutely. Well, thank you both very much for joining us today. It was so great to have you both on. Thanks for having, Thanks for us. having us. Thank you. And that's our episode for today. Thanks to Karen and Mary for sitting down with me. Tune in every other Wednesday for another episode of Rentals The Bottom Line on 4constructionpros.com. And don't forget to subscribe now so you can stay on top of the bottom line. Thanks for listening.